Hello, everybody, and welcome to Keisha's World. I am so honored and humbled that you guys are listening on today. We have a amazing topic that we are going to discuss, and I have a fabulous, fabulous guest, and her name is Khadijah Freeman, and she is an amazing mental health advocate, and we're going to go over how to recognize toxic family members and how to set healthy boundaries with those toxic family members. Welcome, Khadijah. How are you today? Hi, Keisha. I am doing amazing, and thank you for that amazing. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining in and kind of listening in. I'm excited um, to do this podcast with you. So, thanks for having me as a guest. I'm doing. I'm doing great. Awesome, awesome. So, um, I want to just dive right in and ask you, what is what is the best way to recognize whether or not your family members are toxic? only asking because you know most of us love our family we would hate to put a label on them as toxic unfortunately some family members can be toxic so what are some of the signs um yes you're absolutely correct Um, a lot of times with family members we really do not want to recognize them as toxic we don't want to kind of put any negative light onto our family members um but a lot of the signs um We can start by just them not being there to support you, especially at times where you really need that support and they kind of are neglectful of your feelings. They dismiss your feelings or they abandon you when you really need them the most. Um, Also times where they just create a lot of conflict in your life or they're always there's always a problem whenever you're with this particular family member. Um, also times when they betray your trust, that's really big. Um, trust is something that's easy to kind of get. And when you lose that trust with that family member, it's just kind of like, it it just puts you in a bad place because now you no longer feel comfortable sharing your thoughts, your feelings or emotions with that person. So when they betray that trust, um, that's really that's a really big red flag to kind of look out for. Um, also, when that person takes advantage of you, and this could be seen as them taking advantage of your fi- financial situation. So if they're constantly asking you for money and nothing else, like like I said, they're not there for you to support you, um, not showing love towards you, but they're there to always ask you for something, and you know you're always giving, giving, giving. And even if you're just a kind person and want to give, you have to see when somebody is taking advantage of you in that kind of light. Um, Also, I would say when a person blames or shames you um, about a problem that you're dealing with, um, this can be big or small. But especially when you're you're dealing with something big, if you had a death in a friend, a friendship or something like that, when your friends passed away or something and, you know, they're blaming you and they're just like, oh, well, you know, you weren't there for them. You, you didn't do this, you know, to help that friend out. So when they're blaming you or putting you down when you're dealing with something that's big, whether you lost a job and they're like, well, what did you do? Were you always late? Were you this? Were you that? And like that's when that person's always negative towards you, that's a really big sign um, to look out for because you want people that's going to uplift you, support you, and motivate you, especially when you're down um, 
and we all get down sometimes, you know, we're all human. We want to keep a circle around us that's very supporting and, and um, encourages us, you know, to pr- progress and move forward and just always just want to look out for our, our well-being. So that most definitely is, an, is another form um, of maybe having a toxic family member. Wow, you gave some excellent, excellent examples, you know, and I definitely can identify with a lot of the things that you were saying, you know, the lack of the support, um, the con continuous conflict, you know, like drama, you know, like it's always type of yes. drama going on, you know, and some people, they love conflict. And so they want to pull you in to their conflict. But one thing that I learned is that instead of allowing people to pull you into their storm, you want to pull them into your peace. And we'll we'll talk about that later when you when you touch on um, the ways to, you know, deal with these toxic family members. And, you know, so why why did why is it important to have a boundary with with these toxic family members? And, And what are boundaries like? What are healthy boundaries that you can establish with these toxic family members that are causing all this drama? Yes. So the main um, healthy boundary with um, toxic family members is the cutoff. Mm. So we have to stay away from the idea that giving second chances is always okay with family members. And we have to hold these family members accountable when they do something that is not pleasing to us, when they hurt our feelings, when they cause us pain or, you know, they misuse us or they neglect us or abandon us. And we're, we have to be open about what we are feeling towards them. And if they don't respond positively and, you know, maybe apologize for, you know, the part that they played, then this is the point where you have to kind of put a line between you and that family member. And that line looks like, no, I cannot help you anymore. No, I cannot be here for you. You know, no matter how hard it might be for you, especially if you're like a really kind person, you have to learn to say no. Um, I do love you. I do care about you, but I can no longer be here for you um, because this situation is really toxic. And, you know, that kind of leads um, that cutoff to be kind of, um, well, maybe you want to write this family member, you know, a letter and you want to say, this is why I feel like, you know, our relationship is, you know, toxic. And you want to um, kind of give a time frame on when you want to talk to that person again. So this is something that I have also done myself, writing a letter to um, that per- that family member saying, you know, I love you, but the relationship between us is just too toxic for me right now. And I need some space um, for X amount of time, or you don't have to give a time at all or, and just say, until I'm mentally able, you know, to come back with some healthy boundaries um, between us. Um, but for now, I would prefer to not communicate. So, you know, I won't be reaching out to you and I won't be responding to you until, you know, I am healed. I want to, I want to just um, chime in really quick. You said something about Mm -hmm. being mentally able to talk to this person. Okay. So basically when, when you're experiencing these conflicts, this drama, this portrayal, them blaming you always being negative, this is something that can have a negative effect, like on your, your mental stability. Yes, definitely. So when, when you're always, 
um, being taken advantage of or when you're always in the middle of conflict or your your feelings or your thoughts, emotions are getting neglected, It def- especially with a family member, because, you know, we love our family members and, you know, we 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 take account what they say at the utmost you know high so if a stranger was to tell us something bad about ourselves we're just going to kind of you know shrug it off and be like "Eh, whatever you don't know me but when a family member does it it's like they do know you and and what you're what they're saying to you you're taking it to the heart and then you are internalizing it and you're like mentally like well maybe that is true (laughs) maybe I am selfish Maybe I, I, I am asking too much of this of this family member, you so, know, so it I de- want to ask you. So basically what you're saying is mm-hmm. if you if you continue to allow these toxic family members to do this to you without the boundary, it can it can like kind of drive you crazy. Right. Or, or, or make you think less of yourself. Right. Damages your self. Most definitely. Yes. And it can also put you into a, a depression. Oh, my goodness. It can put you into depression. You can be thinking so low of yourself or, you know, so confused with your own thoughts and feelings that now you just you kind of don't ha- know where to turn. You don't know what to say. You don't know how to reach out to this person, you know, and if you feel like you're asking too much and but you really need something and you now you have no one to ask, you know, because this is the person who you normally ask, you know, now you're kind of at a standstill. Like, what do I do? And now you're mentally confused and, you know, you can become drained. You can become very, very tired. It can start to take a toll on your body as well. Oh my you goodness. Know? A, a, a lot of things kind of encompass when you're, when you're dealing with somebody who you love and who you care for. And you know that, that, that person is not reciprocating the same feelings. You know, when you are feeling that abandonment or that neglect from a family member, it, it really takes a toll yes. on you mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And it, it can really hinder you in, in what you're doing in life and what you're trying to succeed in. So, okay. yes, most definitely. So it sounds like the cause of, of, these, of this is really jealousy. Because if this person wasn't jealous of you, they wouldn't be trying to bring you down in the first place i'm i'm thinking that it sounds like there's a little jealousy there maybe with these family members like maybe these people are like the black sheep you know there's something about Mm -hmm. them that's different you know they're chosen and so um these toxic family members just choose to target them because one thing i know is that when you're a threat you're always going to be a target Okay. Yes, most definitely. Jealousy does play a big part sometimes in these relationships with family members. Like they're not where they want to be in life. So they're just trying to put you down. They're, they're missing important events that you're hosting or, or, you know, that you're having, or they're not supporting your business um, because they just don't want to see you do well. They don't want to see you be great. Um, So yes, jealousy definitely can play a part in um, creating some, some problems between you and family members. And and it has nothing to do with you. I want to say that Um, it has nothing to do with, with you as a person or why these family members are acting this way towards you. Okay, They are dealing with something internally. Yes. Okay. Most definitely do not take it personal. Okay. It's, it's hard not to take it personally when you love these people, you looked up to these people you know, yes. they, they helped raise you or, you know, you grew up around them. So you kind of like take their opinion, you know, at to heart. You take it to heart. Yeah. Definitely. So, yes. so I can identify with what you're saying personally, you know. And so one thing that I battle with is taking the labels off that were put on me by family members that said, you know, Keisha's lazy. Um, Keisha, you know, she, she, she's like, she's not good enough. 
you know, oh, Keisha, you know, she, she thinks she's all that, you know, she's got the little talk show, who she thinks she is. She, she's just Keisha, mm. you know? And so then you grow up, uh, I, I grew up almost like being ashamed for the greatness within me and trying to like tone it down or dumb it down you know, so that I don't offend anybody, like walking on eggshells with, with, with my greatness and the abilities that God gave me, you know, to be a blessing to others. What, what advice would you give me as well as others to help take those labels off and be able to be more self-affirming? Um, so for one, like we just talked about to not take those things personal, like you said, it is hard when they're coming from people that you love and you care for, but when you're in a situation to where you have to shy away from your gift, shy away from what makes you Keisha, shy away from what makes you, you know, this amazing person, this amazing individual with so, um, so many things that you have to accomplish, that you have accomplished and that you will accomplish in the future. When you find yourself dumbing yourself down in situations with your family members or, you know, feeling like you cannot talk to them about achievements that you have made, then it's time for that cutoff that I kind of explained earlier. You know, it's time for you to put that boundary between you guys. Like, you know, I care about you I love you but you're not being you know supportive you're not being loving you're not being caring you know you are blaming me or you're shaming me um and when I'm around you I I'm I'm not feeling anything positive you know when you know that you're in a situation when you're dealing with a toxic family member you're say you're at a you're at a party Mm -hmm. you're you're at a party with your with your with these family members and you know one of which you think is toxic you express this huge news like I just started my podcast, you know, it's going so good. And everybody is like, oh, that's so wonderful, Keisha. You're doing so great. And then this one person's like, podcast? What the heck is a podcast? That doesn't mean nothing. You know, and they're just putting you down for it. You know that that's that person who does not want to see you win. That person does not want to see you shine. That person is not supportive. That person is not showing that they're caring, you know, that they are loving towards you. They don't want to see you progress in life. And that is something that you have to kind of stay away from. That is that cutoff. That is that, okay, well... I no longer want you in this circle of mine. You know, you want to keep people in your circle that are supportive, that do uplift you, that do encourage you, that do motivate you. You know, that person is going to be like, oh, my God, you started a podcast. Oh, what are you doing next, Keisha? You know, asking questions about your podcast, detailed questions. They are um, interested in your growth because, you know, they might not like podcasts that, you know, they might think, oh, OK, it's not really my interest, but they still want to know more about you. Right. They want to know, you know, right. what makes you great. And they want to ask you questions about these things and they want to see you progress. Exactly. So, yes. I want I want to touch on what you said about not taking it personal. Now, I'm kind of sensitive and so I have to I have to work on that. And so it sounds like what you're saying is like instead of taking these things personal, you almost want to like feel sorry for these family members because they're the ones with the issue. And so instead of mm-hmm. instead of put letting the heat be on you, you want to like put it back on them because they're making it seem like you're the issue, but really they're the issue because they have issues right. with themselves because if they had self-love, they would be able to love you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They would be able to be happy for you, but obviously they're not comfortable with their own selves and what they see in you intimidates them because they're like, wait a minute, this is what our family normally does. We normally do the basics, but you're trying to do something extraordinary and step out and you know, we, we right. don't do that. that. That makes us nervous. 
Mm-hmm. Most definitely. When you have those people who are at a standstill in life and, you know, they're confused about their life, they're not happy in their own skin and what they have accomplished in life or lack thereof, then they like that jealousy work comes back up. Then they're like, oh, well, why does she think that she's so great? Or why does she think she can just go out the family and accomplish these amazing things while we're just here, you know, being a manager at McDonald's or we're just here doing whatever it is that we're doing? You know, why does she think she can branch off and, and try to make more money than us or think? that she can buy this big house or why she thinks she good because she got a nice car right. you want to stay away from people that are like that because you cannot help these people at this point you know and it's not your responsibility okay to help these people who are like that it's not your job to be like why are you so angry why are you not happy in life like why are you this why are you that you are supposed to focus on yourself take care of yourself do things that make you feel good be around people who make you feel good you know and if you feel like you're in a situation where these you're leaving situations like this party that I explained earlier and now you're feeling bad about yourself because that one person out of maybe 10 other family members said who do you think you are like you know better than us oh then you don't want to be in that situation so in the future you know not saying you don't have to go to these parties but keep it brief if you do want to show support to other family members but you know that person is going to be there you know pop up for maybe like 30 minutes to an hour and that you showed your support and then you know protect your peace and and you leave right guard your, you know guard and your heart yes most definitely guard you just heart, have to try to, to keep yeah so you got, mm-hmm. you got to kind of like move different you know like yes you, you definitely could, you could stop by the family event but you don't want to linger because the longer you linger you're going to give them an opportunity to start like exactly with, with the chatter and the, the judgment and all of that stuff so you mm-hmm. you brought up some great points the only the hardest thing is like sometimes for some people it could be their parents it could be their siblings it could be their children um it could be um their cousins you know what i'm saying and it's hard you know what i'm saying and like i have a cousin who um she actually saw my um some of my family members in the store and she's like, Hey, what's going on with Keisha? You know, how's she doing? You know, like trying to get the tea. And the only reason why she didn't have the tea is because I had to establish a healthy boundary with her and not share my Mm. business and things like that before, because she was going behind my back and minimalizing me to other people and putting negative um, information into their mind so that they can look at me different. Like, Oh, you, you, you want Keisha to do your makeup. Oh, I don't know why you're going to do all that. She don't do all that good makeup. And you know, she was down there doing this with so-and-so and such and such. And so, um, it's just like, I can't, you know, you can't make this stuff up, you know, with the family members. So when it's someone that's super close to you, how do you handle that and prepare yourself to to, to set that healthy boundary? It is something, you know, that is really hard. Again, when we're talking about family and people who we love and people who we grew up with and people who we think know us and who we think we know. And, um, it, it really just goes back to the same thing. Even people that are closest to us, it's kind of in, in us, we have to be that strong-willed. And, and it does take time, mm-hmm. nothing happens overnight. Okay. But we have to be that strong-willed person and, and put our foot down. No okay. matter how close that person is to us, we have to say no more. Okay. The longer we continue to give chances, the longer we continue to be like, oh, well, they're family, you know, let's just try to work this out. The more damage is doing to us, okay. the more damage is doing to our mental health, our physical health, our emotional health, yeah. our spiritual health. Yeah. So we have to say no, no more. Got to put and, and it, and, first because yes. because people always scream family first. But if if the family is not putting 
you in a in a, on a pedestal why put them on one most definitely people love to say family first blood is thicker than water and things of that nature and i will be the first to say i don't agree with neither one of those sayings okay mm. because i have friends that are closer than to me than my family i have friends that know me better than my family members you know i have friends that were more supportive of me and who are more supportive than me than other family members that i have and you know i, I too have dealt with situations where i had to be like okay this year is my boundary setting year you know i'm putting me first i'm going to accomplish everything that i want to accomplish no matter what negative things people have to say about me you know what I'm not even going to hear that negative stuff they're going to say about me. Why? Because I'm not going to indulge. I'm not going to make myself available to them. I'm not going to reach out. I'm not going to call. I'm not going to text. I'm going to defriend them on social media. You know, things like that. You have to protect yourself, put yourself first, and create those barriers. Create those lines, you know? And do not do not make it easier for people to cross those right. lines. Don't make it easier for them to jump over, you know, those barriers that you have put right. up. Make sure that you're staying, you're standing strong. You know, you got to anchor down. That's your barrier. That's that anchor. You're telling them, you know, I will not allow you to cross because once you allow them to cross, then it's on yeah. you. And then you have to hold yourself accountable for what you yeah. did and playing in, in that back and forth conflict that you guys are having. Yeah. So put that anchor down and tell and say no. And, you know, remove these people out of your life and yes I and I know it's hard you know we keep saying you know it's really it's really hard so we just have to continue to work and remember that we come first remember that we cannot give anybody anything if we don't have anything left for ourselves Mm -hmm. so those family members who are talking down on you they're taking something from you every time you hear them say it they're pulling from your cup every time so the more and more chances you give the more and more they're pulling from this cup until your cup is empty and you're drained yeah. and you're mentally exhausted and you and you might go into a depression yeah. and then you are confused about who right. you are but really you're this amazing great talk show host amazing great podcast host you know you're talking about topics that, that really are helping people and putting things you know putting this positive energy into people and people you know they're, they're counting on you to you know get something from to be able to navigate in their own lives on these topics that you're talking about. So you don't want people to be able to bring you down. Okay. You want to put yourself first and always take care of yourself. Self-care is, is amazing. Oh my goodness. You, you are amazing. You are just fabulous. This is great, 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 great nuggets, great nuggets that you are dropping right now. So just, just to finalize, we want to, I want you to give examples like, how what is setting healthy boundaries with ta- with toxic family members look like like give give us some examples cuz this is hard for some people you know uh, most definitely yes um i did touch on a couple of them but the first would be to make your meetups brief instead of meeting up with these people send them a text or send them a phone call because when you meet up with people um it gives them a lot of opportunity to to kind of especially when you're trying to do a cutoff when you're cutting somebody off you don't want to meet that person in person because that person is going to just go back and forth with you there's going to be a lot of words thrown at each other you know you guys are going to basically argue Mm -hmm. or you guys are going to have a heated discussion and what's the point the whole point is to establish healthy boundaries that's the reason for the cutoff so when you're cutting somebody off like i said you can write that letter say i love you you know 
but this relationship is, is too toxic for me. You know, my mental, I can't take it. Like I find myself thinking, you know, negative thoughts about my own self. You know, I find myself not happy. You know, my peace is being disrupted. I feel neglected, abandoned, whatever the case may be, you know, and, and you all, you don't even have to go all into detail like that. You can just say, you know, I love you, but this relationship between us is not healthy and it's taking a toll on me and I, I can't take it anymore. So I'm going to take a few months or I'm going to take, you know, a few days or I'm going to take a year, you know, until I'm able to properly heal from the damage that this relationship has caused me. And then once I am healed, I'll reach out to you. Until then, I will not be responding to you. I will not be reaching out to you unless it has something to do with the emergency of another family member or something happens to another family member. That's when we will talk. Until then, I need this time for me. I need to break away, you know, keeping those meetup briefs. Right. Say, and then also that saying no. Don't come when they call. Don't say yes. You don't want to be that yes man or that yes woman. You want to say no to that person. No, I, I, I can't help you right now. You know, I have to put myself first. Like, I, I want to help you with this project that you're doing, but it's not going to be healthy for me because, you know, I've felt like I've been being very supportive of you, but you haven't been giving that back to me. So I feel like I'm doing most of the work in, in this relationship, which is supposed to be any relationship is a two way right. street. So if you're in a relationship and you feel like you're doing everything and you feel like you, you are owing this person um, for whatever reason, you know, you need to back away and you need to say no. Um, so, so yeah, the, those are just, those are the main two, two boundaries. Mm -hmm. and, and if you, I know we talked about parents. So when you, when we have children, because might be some children listening in. So when you have children um, and your parents and when you're a child and your parents, you know, are the person that is toxic, it, it sucks. But these are the situations where you're just kind of dealing until you're able to move out. Um, and you're just kind of doing what they say um, until you can move out. And it, it's really nothing that as a child that you can really do besides take care of yourself and, and, and establish some self-care routines, you know, taking you a walk, going out with some friends, you know, um, listening to some music, playing a video game. You know, I'm trying to think of things that kids do that are that's really good for them. Um, little things like that, you know, um, talking to a friend, you know, a, a positive friend on the phone and venting to that friend about the situation or any outlet that you have um, to make you feel positive about the situation that you're in. Because the thing about parents is we really can't establish these healthy boundaries with our parents until we are separated from mm -hmm. them um so really until you're able to move out you won't get the health the, the healthy boundary that you really right. want but in the meantime you can take care of yourself yes. um i don't want to leave the kids with nothing you can take care of yourself and, and find other outlets whether you like to sing write draw rap Dance, you know yeah. um, play a sport, dance, yeah, anything. Find something else to throw yourself in um, to kind of get you out of that element um, mentally um, until you're able to finally get that last most important piece, which is to the separation. That's awesome. These, This is awesome advice, and I love um, what you talked about with the self-care because self-care is truly the best care. And um, I know we're going to wrap this up, but I would like to have you to come back on um, at some point and we can go over some more self-care options for people because some people are just not loving on themselves the way they need to be and really just nurturing and taking care of themselves, you know, because we, we need that self-love, you know? Most definitely. And I would love to. Awesome. So before, before we wrap this up, um, I know you normally like to end um, your, your mental health sessions with with affirmations is that normally how you you end it 
Um, yes, words of affirmations or I am statements. Yes, ma'am. Can you, can you just give us some examples of different word affirmations that and different like we can we can say out loud for ourselves to help us? Oh, yes, most definitely. So words of affirmations um, kind of look like um, today I feel beautiful. Today I am going to be 100% myself and I'm not going to let anybody else to stand in the way of my progress. Today I am going to um, let God lead the way. Um, today I'm going to not worry. You know, today I'm not going to feel doubtful. Today I'm going to have an amazing day at work. Today I'm going to enjoy the company of my friends. You know, today I'm going to take care of myself. Um, today I'm going to give encouraging words to a stranger on the street. You know, these are just words of affirmation, uh, words that you're just kind of speaking empowerment to yourself, speaking motivation into yourself, speaking positive words into yourself. And then you want to follow them up with some I am statements. I am strong. I am resilient. I am amazing. I'm beautiful. Um, if you have kids, I'm an amazing mother. I'm amazing father. You know, I'm handsome. You know, if we have any guys listening, in, you know, I am strong, you know, things like that. You just want to make sure that you're talking to yourself positively. You want to make sure that you're encouraging yourself, inspiring yourself. If you have a project you're working on or a business that you're trying to start, you know, I will start this business. You know, I am capable of putting my business out there i'm capable of navigating um throughout the world and making connections with people you know if you're feeling doubtful of anything you want to instill you know good things into yourself and make yourself aware of things that you can do you know because you can do all things you put that effort in there and you speak it into existence you know manifest the life that you want to live that is amazing wow you are an amazing, strong woman. I am so proud of you for all of the things that you've overcome because obviously you would not have this expertise if you didn't have to live this out with you know your own experience. And I'm just grateful that God gave you the strength and the courage to face these toxic family members and to take um, the necessary steps in order to have more mental stability because you know this is a hard time for a lot of us people are going through things you know people are are suicidal you never know what people are going through and so you know tidbits like this are just super super helpful and you don't know whose life you saved today so i'm just really grateful um for having you today and if you could just let um all the listeners know um how they can get a hold of you so that you can um speak out um, on mental illness, you know, like maybe your Instagram or your Facebook handle, um, email, anything that you want to share. Most definitely. And thank you also for all those amazing and kind words you said about me. I'm very grateful um, to be here. And um, to all the listeners also, thank you. Um, my Facebook is um, Kadisha Freeman, and that's K-A-D as in dog, E-I-S-H-A, last name Freeman, F-R-E-E. M-A-N. My IG is Disha, D-E-I-S-H-A with two underscores. I'm also on Clubhouse um, as Kadisha, and that's just my first name, K-A-D-E-I-S-H-A. And there's an extra A at the end for my Clubhouse name. Um, I do not have a um, business email as of yet, but I do have a Facebook mental health awareness page, and it is titled All Things Wellness. Um, No 
specialities with those it's just all things wellness just like that um and i'm also open to any dms if anybody wants to reach out to me and i also do give out my personal phone number if anybody is dealing with anything detrimental and they just kind of need somebody to vent or somebody to talk to that is amazing i just pray that god will continue to pour into you everything that you are so generously pouring out onto others and i pray that your cup continue to overflow what you are doing is awesome and please continue do not give up because truly we all need each other to survive and you it takes teamwork to make the dream work so i'm, I'm grateful to yes. have you on my path as well <laughs> thank you so much keisha it was awesome being here and talking to you about such a great topic so i'm looking forward to coming back in your next um, self-care topic awesome well i said it before and i'll say it again there's never a dull moment in keisha's world so stay tuned <laughs>